does have it all. All of our pre-owned vehicles are Hubler Q certified, which include a 128-point vehicle inspection, a free Carfax vehicle history report, and two warranties. A two-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty and a 30-day, 1,000-mile comprehensive warranty. Visit any of our 13 locations today or click drivehubler.com. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Bob Lovell, and coming up, a lot of basketball. It's that time is January in Indiana. Come on. That's what this is. That's what life is about. You're in the right spot. The busiest guy you know because he has all the scores. He is the secretary of scores. He's the minister of information. It's Network Indiana's Sam Fritz. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. All right, let's get you a couple more boys basketball high school scores, and then we'll talk a little college, a little Pacers, maybe a little football at the end. We'll see what we got coming up for you. But to start off, boys basketball, Elkhart versus Plymouth, 65-43, Elkhart winning that one. Evansville Bossy against Rock Creek Academy in a thriller, decided by two points, Evansville Bossy with the win, 70-68. to Evansville Central against Robinson out of Illinois, Evansville Central with the win, 51-45. to Evansville Harrison also played an Illinois team tonight, 71-55 for Evansville Harrison over Springfield Southeast. Faith Christian beat Attica 56-20. Floyd Central over North Harrison 56-47. Gary 21st Century beat Marquette Catholic 76-65. Gibson Southern defeated Boonville 57-45. Greenfield Central defeated Eastern Hancock 57-46. Greensburg over South Dearborn 66-60. Hammond Central playing an Illinois team as well. They beat Morgan Park by 34-84-50 in that matchup. Harrison West Lafayette over West Lafayette, 73-36. Hauser over Morristown, 72-36. Henryville beat Clarksville, 49-45. And Hopkinsville out of Kentucky played against Evansville Bossy as well. And they won by a landmark, 99-59 in that game for Hopkinsville from Kentucky. Let's transition quickly to basketball from college point of view. The Indiana Hoosiers played against the Wisconsin Badgers, the 18th ranked Wisconsin Badgers, but it was the Hoosiers that would come away with a win at the end. Let's go ahead and recap. It was 21 to 20, IU leading by 1 going into halftime and then out of halftime, they decided to go on a 10-point run. Here's Geronimo with a layup as a part of that run. Jordan gets it across the timeline, drives it left, takes it right to the hole, puts it up, and got it. No, he does get it. He tapped it in. He missed the shot initially and got his own rebound and put it back in. After that 10-point lead, as we're coming down towards the end of the game, Trace Jackson Davis, as always, entertained with a thrilling dunk. Put Shafita with a basketball. Slides it to the right of the circle. Dumps it into Trace. Down low. Inside. Reverse layup. Or he got away from him. Gets it back. Takes it the other way. And slammed it home. Holy cow. What a play. And then, of course, after that dunk, let's go ahead and get that final score for you. And Anthony Neal dribbles it out. Ball game. Final score. 
Indiana, 63. Wisconsin, 45. And the Hoosiers have toppled the ball club that they have struggled with in every ball game for the most part over the last 25 years. 63-45 is the final. Don't forget to join Coach Mike Woodson on Monday. So with that, the Hoosiers snap a losing streak, again, beating 18th-ranked Wisconsin Badgers, 63-45. to Their next game will be on Thursday. They will take on the Illinois Fighting Illini, that game at 8.30 p.m. The Hoosiers trying to save whatever chance they have at a postseason run this year. Speaking of Indiana basketball, the Purdue Boilermakers yesterday handed it to the Nebraska Cornhuskers, 73-55. to And if you haven't heard yet, the Pacers wrapped up their game at home tonight against the Memphis Grizzlies. They lost this one 130-112. to O'Shea Brissett had a, had a double-double last night. He was a bit silent tonight with just one rebound and three points. But it was T.J. McConnell who decided to show up and put up some baskets this game. Original starters are out for both teams. Pacers get it first, moving right to left. Andrew Nemhart lobs it to the goal, and somehow Jackson went up and got a pass that appeared to be too tall, and with the left hand, tipped it in off the glass. I, I totally thought this basketball was going out of bounds, and Jackson's able to come up with it. Pacers are looking to snap a three-game losing streak. It'll be tough as they're going to face the Bucks on Monday at 2.30 in Milwaukee. More sports to cover, more high school basketball. I'm Sam Fritz for Network Indiana Sports. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. IU with a very impressive win over Wisconsin today, 63-45. To talk about it all, our good friend from Sports Illustrated Indiana, Tom Brew. And, Tom, thank you so much for the call. This was a very much-needed win in a very impressive fashion that the Hoosiers did it today. No question about it. It was... uh... It was as about as much win, must win of a game as you can have in mid-January, really, because it's uh, not only had they lost three games in a row, Bob, but they really did not look good right. Uh, right. in losing those three games. They were they blew a 21-point lead at Iowa. They were down 20 at home to Northwestern. Uh, they got boat raced at Penn State. It just wasn't a good look, you know, for those three losses, and especially on the defensive end, but... Uh, you know, they got home on Thursday and they had a massive film session and uh, everybody was held accountable for every last little move they made. And uh, they were back on the practice floor going all through everything again and worked really hard trying to make adjustments and uh, prepare for Wisconsin. They did a great job. Held Wisconsin. You know, they were missing Tyler Wall, their best player, right. but, you know, held them at 20 points in the first half and 45 total. It was a <laughs> really good defensive effort. And, uh, yeah, they really, really, really played well, and it was good to be back at home. That helped. The students were back. That helped, too. And uh, it was a good environment, and uh, they really played well and really did a nice job in the second half offensively as well, too, to break the game open. 
You know, Tom, as a, uh, a guy who spent 22 years on the sideline coaching a little bit of college basketball, the, what I like most, what impresses me most is when you're having difficulty, go back to the practice floor. When you're having trouble, get back to your fundamentals. Just go back to your basics. Go back to your core beliefs. And that's the prescription for success. And I'm happy for Coach Woodson and his staff and those kids because you know, it's been it's been a hard couple of weeks for them. Uh, the way they played and the, the, the comments from people and all that. And again, when you're most tested as a group of people, I always found it to be, let's get back out on the practice floor and work on the things we need to work on and look what happened to them. Absolutely. And uh, that's, that's where, you know, you just have to go to make that adjustment, uh, not only just in, you know, in game planning and such, but just that was sort of that, mental adjustment to get your confidence back a little bit and to, and to know your teammates have your back and uh, there's been a lot of talk about that the last couple of days that despite the losing streak you know they come to practice ready to work hard and they do work hard mm-hmm. and they do listen mm-hmm. they do add new things and uh, and uh, that all showed today in a big way because it's uh, you know, and then you know some of the guys who had been struggling lately too really kind of stepped up today which helped Jordan Geronimo had a great game, double-double, and uh, was very aggressive on the offensive boards early. And, you know, just he just creates a lot of havoc on defense. And uh, he had a great game. And he's been, he's been one of those guys who has been struggling. And uh, you know, they sat him down and talked to him and said, hey, this is your time to shine. You need to do it. You need to step up. And uh, he had a very good game today. Really played well. And uh, even off the bench, Malik Renew was better. And uh, even Logan Duncan got five minutes of run today and you know, came in and subbed out for uh, Trace in the first half to give him a little blow. And he didn't do a lot on the stat sheet, but he really played well. He uh, did a nice job defensively and just kept, uh, kept things at bay and uh, did a nice job. So it was uh, encouraging to see all of that as well. And those guys trying to fill Race Thompson's shoes at that power forward spot. All three of them, you know, did a lot of nice things today. Yeah, I thought uh, Geronimo was really important. And you know what? I mean, it's a situation where you, you know what you're getting from Trace. You know what you're getting from uh, uh, Hood Shafino. You need that next guy. You need one or two more other guys who can give you a similar uh, consistent effort. Kind of have an idea what you're doing. So it was really important for that this afternoon with, with Geronimo. Absolutely. No question about that. And especially, uh, like I said, I thought early, it just his energy made a big difference because Indiana was, uh, they weren't making any shots themselves either in the first half. And it was just kind of, you know, we, you, you know from, from watching them long enough, right. Bob, that sometimes you can get into slugfest games with Wisconsin that look very, very ugly. You know, and, and mm-hmm. this was one of those cases. They're such a good defensive team. Indiana threw up at least a half a dozen really bad shots in the first half. And it was only 21 to 20 at halftime. But, you know, like Woodson talking after the game said he didn't really mind it all that much because he was he could see they were locked in defensively and he knew that was going right. to continue. And they just reminded him at halftime. He just said, you know, just be patient with the offense, get it inside, and let's just make a little run and go. And they did exactly that. Scored the, scored the first 12 points in the second half and Wisconsin made a basket, and then, but then they ran off six more. You know, they went to that lead went from one to 17 just like that. And uh, as much as Wisconsin was struggling to score, you knew there was no way they were going to catch them. They got within 10, and that was about as close as they ever got. So it was hey, a, Tom. A, a, yeah. just a really yeah. good effort. Tom, hang on. Can you hang on through this scoreboard update? 
I sure can. Just driving down right, the we'll highway. Come, yeah, perfect. We'll come back and welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk. We're talking with Tom Brew from Sports Illustrated Indiana. All right, give everyone uh, the address. How do they find your incredibly important website, which, by the way, is free. And so you get you get smarter about IU, Purdue, uh, other things if you just go to these sites, okay? Tom, are you there? Yes, I am. So, yeah, uh, Tom, can you help help people? Give them the address where they can find your site and how they can get smarter on IU basketball and football. It's very easy. The uh, our, you know, our Sports Illustrated Indiana brand, the shortcut. It's just Hoosiers, Hoosiers plural. Hoosiersnow.com. Take your uh, It's all free. There's no subscription, no paywall, no nothing. All the stories are there. We cover the heck out of. Uh, you know, the Indiana men's basketball, of course, but uh, we also have the only full-time in, uh, women's basketball writer, Haley Jordan, covers the team full-time, too, and she does a great job, and uh, obviously football, too. We were we spent a lot of time with Tom Allen and uh, his recruiting efforts in the last few days, and, you know, they've had uh, they've signed 10 guys in the transfer portal this week and trying to fill a lot of holes, so a lot of great coverage all there, and, uh, you know, certainly, like I said, HoosiersNow.com takes you right there and it's all free uh no paywall nothing behind there no subscriptions nothing and uh all easy to read and right there and uh we do a good job all right so to illinois coming up next week that's the the next uh opponent for the hoosiers on the road hopefully they can break through this road woe that they're having right now you would hope that a game like today with wisconsin can give you some added confidence to go and take on a team that's uh underperforming i think in many respects in terms of illinois well they were but they have really been playing well the last a uh, little bit here. They uh, uh, they had a really good win uh, against Michigan State. Uh, they uh, uh, they beat Wisconsin, of course, and uh, uh, so they've had a good week. And they they were start they're starting to play better after their little lull. But you know, I just think that's kind of going to be the way the Big Ten is this year, Bob. It's just like you know, I think Purdue is very good. I think they're they are a legitimately really really good college basketball team. And uh, two through twelve. Uh, I think it's just a big jumbled mess in the Big Ten. I think anybody Mm -hmm. can beat Mm -hmm. anybody else, uh, and anybody can look good for a couple of weeks and then not look so good. I mean, Wisconsin, I had them number two in my power rankings a few weeks back, and they've lost three games in a row now with Tyler Wall out. I was not the least bit impressed with them today other than uh, Connor Asijian, you know, the kid from uh, from Fort Wayne. He's a freshman. He's right, just, right. That kid's fearless, man. He really had a good game. He had 13 points, led the way for them. Uh, but, uh, yeah, but the whole Big Ten is just like, I don't think anybody else is, besides Purdue is like really, really good. I think there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of top 30, top 40 type right. teams in the Big Ten this year. Not a, in Purdue, there's not any top 10 teams. Tom Brew from Sports Illustrated Indiana. Go to HoosiersNow.com for the shortcut. Anything you want to know about IU football, basketball, what have you. IU 63-45 winners over Wisconsin. Tom, as always, thank you for your time. Drive safely and have a great weekend. You're welcome, Bob. It's always a pleasure to be on with you. 
Thank you very much. Hoosier Basketball Magazine's been around for 53 years. Their publisher, Kip Westner, joins me. Hello, Kip. Hi, Bob. Uh, eight locations around the state. We had the Hoosier, ba- Hoosier Basketball Magazine out and about uh, from as far uh, right, right. far ranging as parts of the state. But one thing that, that you know, and uh, I know the coaches know, and it's just a uh, true and true every year that going on the road in Indiana high school basketball is not easy. Uh, one of my staff members, Truman Bennett, was at Taylor Western. You know, Taylor and Bobby Wynell have been undefeated this season after uh, his son graduated last year. They've right, really been right. incredible. And they go into Western and get beat tonight. And then uh, I know you talked to uh, <laughs> Noblesville, Spar- uh, Noblesville, and Connorsville in the, Spar- in the uh, Spartan Bowl, and uh, Connorsville comes away with a, a victory. And I was at Scottsburg, New Albany, had a uh, nine-point lead in the second quarter, Ooh. Ooh. and then uh, Scottsburg right. flexed their muscle a little bit, and they've got a they've got a junior-laden team, but uh, good guard play with Jack Miller and. Uh, Cody Clancy, and they've got a six-nine kid, uh, Wyatt Zeller, and they pulled away in the third quarter and uh, was able to win uh, Scottsburg. And then even at the Bill Green Athletic Arena, because uh, Homestead, who's had a good season, goes to Marion and they get beat. So it's uh, it's hard to uh, get a win on the road. Even right. Fountain Central had to go overtime against Seager. I know those two teams had similar records, like nine and three going into the game. And right. Dale Lawrence was right. at that game. He said, Will Harmon, 29 points. And uh, Fountain Central was able to pull out a, a victory in, in overtime. But uh, great day of basketball for sure. I saw the Indian Creek girls. They yeah. lost to yeah. – uh, Westfield uh, earlier today and then uh, like I said down at Scottsburg so maybe Monday I'll be at Cloverdale because you know about uh, the Clovers for uh, a girls basketball game there's right. uh, there's always games right. Uh, right. all around the state but uh, always games day. that's right you know what Kip it's hard to win on the road let me tell you what it's just hard to win I mean everybody forgets uh, they want their team to win I understand that that's the nature of being a fan and you should but you forget sometimes that the other team's practicing just as much as you are they have good players like you do have good coaches like you do so it's hard to win and statistically uh, it, it's hard to win on the road. And, you know, they're, they're, they've done studies uh, about why it's so difficult to win on the road. And uh, a lot of it has to do – the one I read most recently was one where compared it to, you know, taking your SAT. If you took your SAT test at, a, at your own local school, uh, you would score higher than, would you, than you would if you took the test at a school 20 miles down the road. And a lot of it, familiarity, you're comfortable, those kinds of – plenty of reasons why. It's not – it's a real situation that winning on the road is difficult, irrespective, maybe differently in the NBA, but, you know, college and high school basketball, boys, girls, men, women, it's hard to win on the road, and the statistics are undeniable. Yeah, that's what makes Indiana high school basketball great, because uh, if you think you know who's going to win, you don't You don't necessarily know. So uh, Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's fun. Well, I did want to mention right, so- Brian Sullivan from New Albany. He's got some magazines available if you're in the Jeffersonville, New Albany area. And, you know, Brian, uh, reach out to him. He's got copies. And then we mentioned about Paysetter Sports in Terre Haute and Squeeze right, Play in Muncie. Right. So those are options. Uh, Hoosier Basketball Magazine will be out at a gym near you. But you can also uh, check us out at HoosierBasketballMagazine.com or call 317 317- right. 
925-8200. We'll get you a copy. Sounds perfect. Kip Westner from Hoosier Basketball Magazine. Thank you for the call. Have a great weekend. Bye, Bob. Kurt Darling joins us. The Indiana Lions beat the Illinois Skulls 149-74. Kurt, thank you so much for the call, and congratulations to the Lions. And uh, I do have that nickname correct on the Illinois squad, the, the Illinois Skulls. Is that correct? That is correct, Bob. It's actually their very first year in ABA competition, so they're still kind of uh, new to the scene here in the ABA. But, uh, yeah, they're kind of an up-and-coming, and and you can certainly see how that score kind of reflects it. So, (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it's uh, all Lions tonight, 149. You must have been been talking fast. (laughs) Well, it actually – You had to do some work on this thing. Well, it was some work, but actually it was a very entertaining game. In fact, Alex Brown in particular comes to mind. He had three alley-oop dunks tonight just to kind of add some flavor to how things went tonight. But it was – they had the, the Lions out altogether. Every player that played for the Lions here was on, that, was on the roster. They scored tonight. And then – 10 players in double figure scoring for the Lions tonight mm-hmm. in, in route to that 149 points. So that's a new season high scoring for the Lions. But needless to say here, this was kind of a tune-up game for a big game that they have coming up tomorrow night against the Ohio Kings, which is down in Cincinnati. They're going on the road tomorrow night, and that's going to have some pretty big implications as far as where they stand in the region. Of course, now with tonight's win, the, right, the Indiana right. Lions move up to third in in the Midwest region, which kind of puts them in good position to possibly make a postseason run. But at the same time, they need to keep up the pace. So this is the first time that they're above 500 on the year at six and five. And so needless to say, they did a lot of good things to just kind of warm up for a really big game. That's going to be competitive coming up tomorrow night. Well, I'll tell you what, it doesn't disappoint. I mean, it's fun. They're, they play it out in out in Danville, the old the old old gym right there on the main drag of Danville. And uh, 149 points in a ball game would get my attention, quite frankly, from a fan standpoint. Well, yeah, and tonight was by far the best crowd that we've ever seen, at least that I've been to out at Bostic Gymnasium, of course, a gym that you are very familiar with yeah. as well. And yeah. so, uh, but yeah, it was, it's just a nice little cracker box gymnasium right there in the old high school. That's now the community center there in Danville. And it's an excellent atmosphere. It's not even my whole lot to get in. In fact, I think it's only five bucks at the door. So if you want some good, entertaining basketball, deal in town. come to Danville. <laughs> And yeah, exactly, exactly. And so come to Danville and see and see some really entertaining semi-pro basketball. The guys on the team, they really put in an effort, as, as you can see here tonight. And so, yeah, it's just excellent, excellent atmosphere. And uh, owner Tyrone Brown has really done a lot to promote this franchise and ABA basketball. So good win for the Lions tonight. And uh, yeah, let's see if they can keep the momentum going. He's Kurt Darling. He's an award-winning radio journalist for WIBC, 93 WIBC, one of our flagship stations, and the voice of the Indiana Lions. They win a big one over the Skulls from Illinois tonight. Kurt, thanks for the call. Have a great weekend. Thanks, Coach. You too. Coming up, scoreboard update. Much more to go. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk. We're glad you're with us. 
we got a lot of basketball to talk about. We are talking basketball. Don't forget, a week from tomorrow night, 5 o'clock to 7 o'clock on the 22nd of January, Greg Rakestraw and I will be uh, bringing you all that's happening in the world of girls basketball in the pairing show. All right, scoreboard update right now, though, with Sam Fritz. Thank you, Coach. Good to be here. Time to talk a little bit more girls high school basketball. Eastbrook faced off against Oak Hill. 45-23, 45-23, Eastbrook winning in that one. Eastern Green playing against Greenwood. Close one there, only a four-point differential. Eastern Green won 48-44. Eastern Hancock faced off against Waldron, and that game was no contest as Eastern Hancock puts up 84 points to Waldron's 28. Eminence against Indianapolis Lutheran. Eminence would leave the winners 55-35. to Evansville Memorial against Linton Stockton. Memorial would win the game 51-44. Evansville North defeated Jasper 54-42. Faith Christian went up over Clinton Central by one, 49-48. Fort Wayne Lures handed it to Fort Wayne Canterbury, 74-12. Franklin Central beat Greenfield Central, 60-44. Frankton defeated Madison Grant, 55-33. Finally, an overtime game here decided by just one point. Garen Catholic beats Lebanon, 46-45 in an overtime thriller, I'm sure. Hamilton Heights defeated Tipton, 52-37. Harrison West Lafayette beat Richmond, 57-24. And Heritage Hills beat Mount Vernon Posey, 45-27. More updates on the way for Network Indiana Sports. I'm Sam Fritz. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk, brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Jim Brunner, the voice of the Marion Giants and the Indiana Wesleyan Wildcats, joins me. Jim, you had a busy, busy day, so catch me up. Tell me all the great things I need to hear about these basketball teams. Well, let's go with the uh, night game first because the Marion Giants pulled off one of the bigger upsets in the state tonight, knocking off the uh, Homestead Spartans at the Bell Green Athletic Arena, 67-59, to and uh, a uh, big-time effort tonight by the Giants to get that victory. Coach Blackman uh, uh, knocking off Coach Johnson in a heck of a ball game. Well, it is a heck of a game because uh, Homestead's for real now. They've played a great schedule. They've, they've had tremendous success. So how is Marion able to do this tonight? Well, the, the Giants really took it to them uh, with quickness and speed. Uh, they got a young man uh, by the name of Betts. And they got a, uh, a player who was not eligible last year by the name of Faust. And uh, Faust was unbelievable tonight. He had 22 points and about 13 rebounds. And Homestead just couldn't guard him. All right. So who steps up and uh, provides the excitement for the, uh, for the Giants? Well, well, Faust, Faust has a, an unbelievable uh, leaping ability. I mean, it's it's on the same scale as James Blackman, and that's why Coach Blackman loves the kid so much. Uh, didn't play last year, uh, got him eligible this year, and, and he just took it to Homestead. They have two, six, seven big boys down low, and they could not control him all night long. Uh, and it was, a, it was a heck of an effort by the Giants and uh, probably the biggest win that they've had in a few years. And, and this is a ball club that's going to go to Anderson on Tuesday night. That should be an interesting ball game. Really? It should be. All right. So yeah. uh, how'd you start your day? Well, we started the day with a couple of victories. The Lady Wildcats uh, win by 10 
And what they've done all year, Bob, is it's kind of this flow through the, you know, and they, they play quarters in girls' college basketball. They mm-hmm. floated mm-hmm. for the for the first three quarters. They had a one-point lead going into the last quarter, and then they outscored St. Francis by uh, nine points in the last quarter and ended up winning the game by ten. And then the men, in one of the ugliest basketball games I may have ever <laughs> seen, uh, Indiana Wesleyan uh, defeated <laughs> St. Francis, 69-61. to 61. I think at one time in the game, <laughs> right. Indiana Wesleyan was 1-19 on threes. Oh, my. And still won the game. Yeah, that's painful. <laughs> you're, you're talking about pain, right? They're inflicting pain on the rims uh, and, and everybody watching, to be honest, in a situation like that. But uh, there's two pretty good basketball teams squaring off on each other, and sometimes that happens, unfortunately. Yeah, and, and, and what's great about this game, uh, the, the, the men now have gone through the first half of the season 9-0 and and are really uh, playing great defensive basketball. And, and the women are a really banged-up team, but they're 8-1, and one, and the only team they lost to was Marion and a former coach at Indiana Wesley and Steve Brooks in overtime. So one's in first and one's in second in the Crossroads League, and both of them are looking forward to the second half of the year. You know, it's uh, it's annually uh, the best NAIA conference in the country on the men's and women's side. Multiple national championships for the uh, Crossroads League in both men's and women's basketball. Uh, and and you, unless you play uh, at the highest level you can, you're not going to have much success in that league. And we had, I mean, I, you know, I, I'm, you're not playing at Assembly Hall, but we had – one heck of a crowd at the Lucky Arena today. It was there was not a seat left, so uh, the, the Indiana Wesleyan fans really got behind the Wildcats, and uh, I think they're going to have a lot of big, uh, big crowds the rest of the year. And I think both these teams are headed for national tournaments and hopefully more than a few ball games. Jim Brunner, WBAT in Marion, Marion High School. Big win over Homestead. Men's and women's teams at Indiana Wesleyan with wins. Thank you so much, Jim. Have a great weekend. Yeah, three-peat, one bad, Bobby. Not bad, not bad at all. Staying in the Crossroads League, let's talk to the man himself, Steve Draven from Bethel. Bethel, 86-70 win over Goshen. Coach, thanks for calling, thanks for holding, and congratulations on a great day for you and the Pilots. Yeah, I appreciate it, Bob. Thanks for having me, and uh, it was a good game by our guys. Uh, you know, got off to a uh, you know decent start offensively, and um, gosh, gave Goshen a lot of credit. They made some shots early that kept it close. And um, as any like you just mentioned about the Crossroads League, it's no matter who you play, no matter what the records are, uh, yeah. it's going to be a battle yeah. to the end. And um, they gave us a good fight, and um, um, but luckily we were able to to make enough plays at the end to to get the victory. Yeah, I think there's more than luck in it, though, Coach. But I, I, understand, <laughs> I understand it probably doesn't hurt to have pretty good players, which you do have. And so tell me who steps up and makes some of those plays down the stretch that you needed. Yeah, so it starts with uh, Drew Lutz, you know, who's a uh, you know Penn High School grad. Yeah. Coming back, you know, yeah. That incarnate word and for three years and transferred us. He's going to play this year and next year for us, which is awesome. and um, but he almost had a triple-double, messed around a little bit, had wow. 15 points, 10 rebounds, and 9 assists. Um, and, and, you know, he's been challenged a lot since the Crossroads League schedule has started. You know, they're putting bigger, stronger athletes on him to, you know, and they're not helping a whole lot off of him. So it's mm-hmm. been a challenge mm-hmm. for him to get clean looks um, 
but give him a lot of credit, man. He's a he's a great teammate, great uh, leader on our team, and um, you know he knew he had to be a facilitator today. And you know, obviously, the nine assists is is huge for our team, getting other guys opportunities. Nathan Ertz uh, had a great game. He's been stepping up really good. He's a senior this year. I think he finished with 26 points today after having 32 points against number six Grace on Wednesday. Um, Chikar Tanaka had a good game and um, had some good guys uh, come off the bench to give us minutes as well. All right, so uh, as you heard Jim Brunner talk about, you're, you're halfway through. So you're, you're through the first half. Um, you got you got nine more games to go. Um, yeah. Tell me tell, tell me what you think about where you are with your group right now, midway through the uh, uh, conference play. Yeah, I feel good where we're at. You know, you always look back, and you know, there's always a game or two that you wish you had sure. back. Yeah, um, but you yeah. know, there's probably one or two games that we got that could have easily went the other way as well, and so it's just. You know, me, you know, being in my fourth year now as as a head coach here in this league, um, it's so critical to just take one game at a time um, and to just keep, you know, our, our league is just built on on culture, you know, just great coaches who who uh, build cultures and, and have great kids and character guys. And um, the teams get better as the year goes on. And that's kind of been our focus this year is, is how can we improve from – one game to the next, one practice to the next, you know, one week to the next. And um, I, I've been pleased. We had a tough loss at Spring Arbor about a week and a half ago. And um, since then, we've, we've you know, put some different focus on our practices and accountability and pushing our guys, keeping them on edge. And uh, mm-hmm. we've mm-hmm. responded really well the last three games. You know, we're, we're two and one beat, you know, one, uh, beat Huntington, who was number 25, Oh, you know, had a great game against Grace. You know, came up just short, losing by three, right, and then right. having a good good win today at Goshen. So our guys have responded well, and we're, we're you know on an upward trajectory right now, and, and hopefully we'll keep keep building. Well, you guys are going to get multiple teams in the tournament. Uh, your, your league will, and uh, you understand that. And, but, you know, the, the beauty of it is you, you tell kids when they come here, you're going to be challenged every day. You're going to be challenged every day in yeah. practice. And you're certainly going to be challenged every night you play. There's no doubt. You know, it's, uh, I tell people, I tell our players, I tell recruits and their parents, you know, one of the reasons I came to Bethel is I, I wanted to be challenged. Um you know, I, I wanted to mm-hmm. to go against the best. You know, our, our our teams in our league, the coaches in our league, are, are the best in all of NAI. Um, it's a challenge each and every night, and you know, um, it's it's only going to make me better better as a coach. It's going to make our league or our team better if we're able to make the tournament. And we were fortunate two years ago we make the the national tournament, and um, you know, playing against other teams outside of our league. Um, you know, quite honestly, we were prepared just because of the gauntlet of our league. And, right, um, right. And so this league's going to prepare us for the national tournament if we're fortunate to make it. Steve Draben from Bethel. Big win over Grace today. Thank you so much, Coach. Good luck next time. All right, from girls basketball to boys high school basketball. We're now on to Jack Sendell, who beat Waldron 52-46. to Jasper over Washington, 60-23. to Jennings County defeated Bedford North Lawrence, 51-40. to Trinity Greenlawn and Lakeland Christian faced off in a low-scoring affair, but Lakeland Christian would come out ahead, 31-28. to Lawrenceburg and North Decatur would face off with Lawrenceburg winning, 53-47. to Liberty 
Christian and Muncie Burris took to the court, and Liberty Christian would emerge the victors, 63 to 52. Logansport and Lewis Cass faced off in a close one, 45 to 44 by one point. It's Logansport with the win. McConaughey, and Eastern Greentown faced off. It was McConaughey with 92 points up against Eastern Greentown's 55. Mishawaka Marion and South Bend Adams faced off. It was Mishawaka Marion with the win, 68-57. New Washington won over Trinity Lutheran, 69-63. North Central Farmersburg beat Vincennes Reve, 56-25. North Posey would beat Forest Park, 58-38. Northeastern defeated Knightstown, 56-33. Northwestern won against Clinton Central, 76-36. Plainfield beat Northview, 70-48. Providence defeated Jeffersonville 58 to 49 and Scottsburg would beat New Albany 65 to 57. We got a 5 minute update coming up next more college, more professional basketball, a little bit of an update on what's going on in the NFL right now and more for Never Indiana Sports. I'm Sam Fritz. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network, driven to save lives.org, their website. IU beats Wisconsin 63-45 from the Indiana University Radio Network. Our good friend and award-winning radio journalist John Herrick. John, fun day to be a Hoosier today. Yeah, much needed, Bob. Uh, Very much so after what was uh, dreadfully embarrassing. Probably one of the worst basketball games I've ever seen in the history of IU basketball. You gave Penn State their biggest win in the history of their program over (laughs) Indiana on Wednesday night. So to say that this team needed to come out uh, today and have a much better performance uh, was an understatement. And, I, you know, I've had a lot of people say this, oh, the first half was so ugly. And (laughs) I've never been so excited to see 9-9 to with almost 10 minutes to go in the first half because at least that meant – that this team was playing defense, something that IU has struggled to play as of late. And I think that was the biggest thing, was getting back to their bread and butter, finding a way to guard uh, a Wisconsin team that was losing, that didn't have one of its best players. But then again, Indiana doesn't have two of their best players right now with Xavier Johnson and Ray Thompson still out. So the guys who really stepped up today, and really everybody did, it was a team effort, but the two guys in particular who were special – with Trace Jackson Davis and Jordan Geronimo, they both had a double-double. And then Jalen hood Shafino was knocking down his mid-range jumper, too, finishing with 16 points. So uh, I think this team, when they get back to playing this kind of defense and putting that kind of ball pressure on you, um, they, can, they can beat a lot of teams. But they're going to have to continue to do it. Um, it's not going to get any easier from this point out. You're going to have a tough Illinois team that you got to face mm-hmm. on Thursday. But the good mm-hmm. news is you got a few days to – rest and recuperate before you got to uh, head head out to Illinois to play that game. Hey, I'm aware that they didn't play well at Penn State or for the, literally for the last two weeks they haven't defended well, but but you're going to understand this. This is your first year going through the rigors of, of a conference schedule. It's a long, long schedule, and most teams, unless you're a really superb basketball team, will have those kinds of weeks where things aren't going well, and you literally look at yourselves and go, "Are we ever going to win another game?" So that 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 having lived through that experience for 22 years during my career, I understand it. But I think the other part of it too is they they got back to the basics, they got back to the practice floor, they got back to the film room, they got back to doing the 
things that got them where they were. And, yeah, they had a little – got sidetracked a little bit. I understand that. Uh, but they're playing good teams on the road. Things are different. So, you know, the world wasn't coming to an end. They were able to get themselves back where they needed to be, and it's great to see it happen today. Yeah, it's a great point you make, Bob, because, you know, a lot of teams lost today. I mean, I you know, one of the yeah. things I do during my segments on the – broadcast as I keep track of the Big Ten and Top 25 college basketball report. And you look at 15th-ranked Arkansas, loses. 19th-ranked Providence, loses. 20th-ranked Missouri, loses. Duke is ranked 24th. They lose. Tennessee ranked 5th. They lose to Kentucky. I mean, so many teams that are ranked lost today. So it just goes to show you how, how much parity there is uh, in college basketball. And you got to find a way to shake it off, and and that's 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 what this team was doing. And I think Mike Woodson did a good job of uh, of finding a way to get this team back to playing right. uh, the way they were supposed to. And they they played really tough man to man defense. And you know the the fans at Assembly Hall were fantastic. Even when it was a low scoring game, they cheered every bit of it because they know what it, <laughs> what it means to play good basketball. And when they mm-hmm. see this team play defense like that, they really appreciate it. All right, can you hang on through this short break? I promise you I won't keep you long. You've had a long day. I appreciate you calling me. Can you hang on? That's perfect. Uh, IU with a win today, much-needed win over Wisconsin. Very impressive win, quite frankly. John Herrick will return, and uh, we'll talk more about that coming up in the next hour. We'll talk more high school basketball, some college basketball. Uh, Pacers uh, with a tough one, tough loss uh, to Memphis. Uh, tonight so we have a lot to talk about and a reminder on the girls pairing show coming up a week from tomorrow night five to seven on many of these same stations around the state greg rakestraw and i'll be live so join us on that we're back after this short break on indiana sports talk you know what life is so much more than a diagnosis it's about sharing time with those you love hanging with friends who lift you up and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Welcome back. Let's rejoin John Herrick from the IU Radio Network. IU again with a win. 63-45 63-45 over Wisconsin. And, Johnny you talked about the practice floor, everything good. They feel good about themselves. But now, you know, Big Ten being the Big Ten, you have to go on the road against Illinois, and it's an Illinois team that's uh, not happy with where they are, kind of in the same situation that the Hoosiers are. It's going to be a little bit of a challenge for them uh, early in the week. Yeah, and Illinois, unlike IU, uh, doesn't play um, – uh, I, Illinois plays actually on Monday. IU doesn't play until their game against Illinois. So they, I, it'll be interesting to see how Illinois plays against Minnesota. Minnesota has been another bottom feeding team in the big 10, but they can still make life right. miserable for you at Minnesota. The other thing that's intriguing about Illinois, Bob, is that they have five different players, uh, average double figures led by Terrence Shannon, who averages 18.6 rebounds, three assists per game. He's really well-rounded. Coleman Hawkins is another guy to watch out for as well. 10.6 rebounds and shoots almost 50% from the field. So 
uh, th- this this Illinois team, despite their you know despite how everything may th- people may think about teams in the Big Ten, they can put up points in the hurry. IU just broke a three game losing streak, and Illinois is currently on a three game winning streak. So. Uh, and, and if they happen to lose to Minnesota on Monday, then they're going to be probably just that more angry uh, when they play IU uh, on on Thursday. So uh, it, you never know with life in the Big Ten. It's especially right. it, I, one thing. IU just has to get this game because they really haven't had. I mean, I I can't think of really them having a true solid road win since that win against Xavier. That that Xavier win was a big one. But aside from that, they really just have not been able to get that signature road win, and getting a Big Ten road win for them would do wonders for this team's confidence. Oh, I couldn't agree more. Uh, I think one of the other things, they, they have to continue to have uh, performances that they got from uh, Geronimo today. You know what you're going to get with Hood Shafino. You know we're going to get it with uh, Trace Jackson Davis. But having that third guy step up like Geronimo did today was huge. Yeah, it was. And honestly, IU wins a lot of games, Bob, when they outscore the other team with points in the paint, uh, which which what they did today. Uh, they also tend right. to win when they out-rebound their opponent, again, which they did today. And when they have multiple guys in double figures, they find a way to win, and they did that again. Yeah, Jordan Geronimo has had some growing pains at times this year, but he attacks everything. He goes after the ball. He's around mm-hmm. the rim all the time. And today it really paid off. I mean, sometimes he'll, in the past he's gotten in foul trouble or things just haven't gone his way. But, you know, Mike Woodson's been working with him a lot in practice and has been trying to get him to, to slow down and let the game come to him. And he really did a good job of letting the, the game come to him today. He made some game-changing plays that got that crowd into it and got him and his teammates fired up. John Herrick is living the dream. You are, aren't you? You really are. I want to be you in my next life. I'm just saying. Uh, I want to be you in my next life, Bob. It's always a pleasure. Thank you, Coach. (laughs) Thanks, John. John Herrick from the IU Network, 63-45 winners over Wisconsin. Top of the hour scoreboard update coming up with Sam Fritz, and then we're going to talk about more basketball on Indiana Sports Talk. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you.